What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Bikini Things. We're so excited to have you today, Michelle and Kaylee. Welcome back to another episode. How have you girls been? Been pretty good. What have you been up to? Michelle's been busy. That's <laughs> yeah, moving. Yes, so moving is now in pretty much full. Well, I still have a couple things at my last apartment that I need to get before I'm officially kicked out of my last apartment, so got to do that sometime. Nice. Um, but yeah, everything's put together. Everything's at my new place. We just kind of showed it to some of our friends and family. So yeah, been busy with that. And you're in Huntington now? Is that Huntington, right? Huntington, yes. Huntington Beach, yeah. So kind of a, a source of controversy a little bit on the oh, news yeah. <laughs> lately with COVID and things reopening and freedom rallies and all that stuff. But Huntington is so beautiful. It's such a nice place to live. So I'm sure you and Daniel will be super happy there. Yes, I've kind of avoided the main areas of Huntington for this moment just because I'm not sure what is still going on. But for the most part, I'm excited. Which actually, Laura and I ventured to Huntington Beach, kind of the main area, and it was really pleasant. It was really nice. It was. It was really nice. There were some people laid out, kind of families. There were some police patrolling, but they were really respectful on both ends. And someone, I swear, was selling peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, I didn't see that. You did? <laughs> I didn't Why? see that. I saw all the all the food. Maybe it was wishful. Main, yeah, all that main the main drag area on the beach. All the food places are open. Noggles, the yeah. burger taco place yeah. was really? open, and and the beaches are open for recreation. So people are out there enjoying the weather. So you can lay out, or you can't lay out. I think it's technically still no questionable. There's signs that state you cannot, but there were definitely people. Laying out. Laying out. Yeah. But yeah. Not, not a lot. And for listeners, we're recording this Memorial Day weekend. Yes. So you'll get this um, probably that first week of June is when you'll be hearing this. But yeah, that's the latest. It's It was really nice. It felt very refreshing to see people out doing things, walking their dogs, going for bike rides. Yeah. I imagine that Huntington Beach, too, has even more of a scene because of the controversy of how people's views are over there. Yeah, I think a lot of people in Orange County, just because we haven't had that many cases, I think people are a little bit over it, especially in yeah. the beach towns. But anyways, Kaylee, what have you been up to this week? I mean, yeah, we went we went and did our walk. We did. <laughs> but what else do you got going officially on? Officially making Saturdays a beach walk day. And I, too, am officially moving uh, next Yay. weekend to Santa Ana, kind of a... I want to say Costa Mesa. It's on the line, on the borderline. South Coast. Yes. That's a, that's so a nice South area. Coast Metro is kind of what yeah. they like to call it. But beautiful three-bedroom apartment. Super excited to be back in this neighborhood and not kind of in BFE out in Rancho. Uh, so I'm just gearing up to move next weekend, which will be a busy weekend. Nice. And then officially talk to my coach and starting a prep June 1. Yay. So moving and then prep starting all in the same week. Yeah. Because so as Michelle, <laughs> yes. she and I are going to chat probably after this. I'll get, get her program put together this weekend so she can kind of prepare herself, get her supplements, get her groceries, all that good stuff. And then I'm actually moving too, believe it or not. I'm just moving upstairs yes. to the <laughs> nicest. I get, I get the nicest room in the house, which is very exciting. I'm paying a premium for it, but it has an amazing walk-in closet that I'm in desperate need of, so that'll be very exciting. Yeah. How, how have you girls been doing with your training? How's that been going? It's been going pretty good. We 
decided to invest in a home gym. So we just got a whole setup with a squat rack that kind of closes into the wall. We got a barbell, some weights as well, some bumper plates. So just kind of getting that all set up. Uh, literally yesterday, my boyfriend kept getting shocked by the wall because he was trying to drill in and I guess there were some wires. Oh, so Oh, crap. And this was during our like little housewarming. So oh, wow. Yes, definitely alcohol involved too, which oh, I think no. helps. But <laughs> yeah, it have, was... Have a couple white claws and then start doing home improvement. Yeah, it was it was fun. <laughs> but it's up. It, it officially got done at like probably like 9, no, I think it was 10 p.m. or so. But yeah, we're all nice. ready to Very to exciting. Go. Well, that, that'll be good because when you do start prep in about a week, you will have everything you need. Yes. So I was great. literally like, the only thing I wish I had was a Stairmaster, but those are very <laughs> pricey. I was looking at offer up, but man. <laughs> even that, yeah, even then I imagine they're probably super expensive. Yeah. I was like, I'll just go up and down the stairs. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Kaylee, how have you been doing with your workouts? Uh, same old, same old. So working out of a garage gym and then also now... There are one-on-one training facilities that are open, including my trainer. So I've been able to go see Terry and get some really good upper body workouts in. And then also another trainer, just because I love the gym's equipment. So glute, glute, glute workouts have been killer. And then on top of that, I was able to get a nice deep tissue sports massage the other day, which just helped tremendously. I'm still hurting. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. That's good. This week for me, I feel like I got kind of lucky. I reached out to a friend who has a barbell and has a bunch of plates at his house, and I know he has not been using them. So I hit him up and I kind of said, hey, bud, can I borrow borrow your plates? Can I borrow your stuff? (laughs) Sort of knowing he couldn't he couldn't really say no. And then I talked to him, and he's more into CrossFit and those type of workouts. And he said, hey, look, you know, my gym reopened this week. They're doing classes. They're doing workouts. Do you want to try that out? And at first, I kind of said, no, dude, I'm not really, not really into CrossFit. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to go do CrossFit. That sounds like a lot of cardio. Yep. <laughs> and, and he said, no, they're having open gym hours. Why don't you come by? Or you can borrow the plates. And I said, okay, let me let me do both. Yeah, so yeah, I went both. and joined the CrossFit gym. It's a few hundred bucks a month, which is definitely pricey, but it felt so good to have a place to work out again and actually have some weights. And I'm, I'm pretty destroyed from training, training legs there yesterday. So very excited about that. I think that's probably a good segue for us to talk about today's topic, which is going to be great given that, Michelle, you're getting close to starting prep. We're going to talk about budgeting for competitors. Mm, yes. And this is definitely an important topic. I think it's really important to have your finances and your budget ready to go before you even start competing because it is such an expensive hobby. Michelle, you may not have as much to <laughs> to throw, you know, throw your hat into the ring on this one, but I think Kaylee and I are planning just to go through all the expenses you need to plan plan for really when you're prepping. And also with that in mind, I would say If you don't have this already, my personal life advice, you know, take it whether you want it or not, is to have a budget already for yourself, for your monthly expenses. If you don't have a budget for your monthly expenses, you know what your full monthly income is, do that first. Do that first. Because otherwise, it's you're you don't even know what you don't know. So first of all, you gotta have a budget for yourself. And if you haven't done that, there's a lot of ways to go about it. I would highly recommend already having your budget in mind. So with that said, Kaylee, let's get right into it. And we'll kind of just go through all the different expenses, all the different things that you need to prepare for. 
And there's there's cheap ways to do things and there's expensive ways to do things. And, and sometimes too, you get what you pay for. So we'll kind of talk through all the options because not everybody can afford to spend a ton of money on a competition, especially if it's their first one. Yep. So we'll go through all that. I would say let's start out with kind of the, the coaching, the coaching, trainer, um, gym memberships. Kaylee, what's your experience been and what do you think people should mentally prepare themselves for when they're signing up with a coach or they're looking for a trainer to help them prep? Yeah, so no matter who specifically you choose, I think all of them pretty much range anywhere for a full 12-week prep because that's typically the time period that they are looking for, especially first-time competitors, is anywhere from 1000 to 1200 This is just for your coach and prep. Typically, the coaches include some sort of training program, your diet plan, and that this is leading up to the show. This does not include on the show day. That is actually an added expense. Usually, if you want them there at the show, if they're able to fly, travel, whatever, that's completely separate. Yeah. So the... 1000 to 1200 normally is just that 12-week prep, again, including training program and your diet plan, yeah. and then consistent check-ins. So that also depends on whatever the coach prefers, but that kind of generally is... Well, I was just going to ask, is that it's all online, right? Like, pretty, like it's you're talking to them, or they... It depends. Yeah. It depends. There are ones especially here in southern california where they're local you know there's a bunch there's a few just here in costa mesa you could go down the street and go to a gym where there's somebody who can prep you for a show and so kaylee's you know kaylee i think you're totally accurate you're saying you know maybe a thousand to twelve hundred give or take for 12 weeks but there are some coaches that just go month to month so it can be anywhere from a hundred bucks to 300 plus a month for a coach because especially you know, if you're not female, if you're a guy doing bodybuilding, it's going to take you more than 12 weeks to prep. 100%. So some coaches just go on a month-by-month -month basis, and they don't necessarily do a block where they say, okay, it's 12 weeks and it's this much. They just say, okay, you know, monthly it's this much for me to prep you, and when you're ready, you're ready type of thing. Generally, though, I feel majority competitors will have a show in mind. Yeah. Yes. So, and that usually will... I would say 12, 12 to 16 weeks Tell, is pretty, exactly. pretty common for bikini, Absolutely. especially. Yeah. I would say 12 weeks is kind of your minimum length you want to prep for most people. And some girls, it might be longer. It might be 16, might be 18, could be even 20 if you're, yeah. if you're in a rough spot or you're just, you've got a lot to lose. Yeah. And even to Michelle's point, so both of our coach, Kim Odo, is in Temecula. So we do, every other week, have a phone call with him. Then on the off weeks, we send in photos and check in with him. So we're, we are checking in with him regularly, weekly, by phone, by email, or I think both of us would drive there, especially mm -hmm. closer in, because you can only see so much online, even if you do From Skype. photo. He does Skype, but it's just very difficult with lighting. So I personally like to be in his face yeah, <laughs> and get feedback that way. So... Yeah. But there so we definitely have, we have are that a lot of online coaching yeah. that there's coaches from the East Coast that are amazing mm -hmm. and people prefer to go to them. Or Colorado, there's really big names. There's mm -hmm. one in Canada. So mm -hmm. definitely all over. You have to be able to be coached through every angle 
but it really is depending on what you're going to, whatever you're going to use best, I guess. Well, I think some people, especially first-time competitors, I think they appreciate having someone in person to check in Absolutely. with. Absolutely. So especially, like I said, especially Southern California, big, you know, big cities, you're going to be able to find a lot of prep coaches. If you're kind of somewhere in the middle of nowhere, let's say you're, you know, in rural Indiana where I'm from or Missouri mm-hmm. where you're from, Kaylee, it might be harder to find a local prep coach. You could probably do it, but maybe somebody that doesn't have that much experience. So most big cities, you could find someone to go to in person. So especially newer competitors, I think a lot of times it gives you a bit more comfort to have someone who's physically there with you in person. And sometimes too, those coaches, they might offer a bit more. They might offer some training sessions included with your prep cost. They might offer posing in with your prep cost because those are other things too you have to think about. So when you sign up with a coach, you want to know what's included. Is posing included? If you're a female and you're going to a male coach, I promise you most of the time posing will probably not be included. You'll probably need to go get help from someone else if your coach is male and you are female. Um, They may already have someone they work with and they'll recommend to you, but a lot of times I would say that's an extra expense. Definitely an extra expense. I think even for the males, it tends to be, again, in addition to the prep. So prep usually is the training and diet plan and that's it. So anything beyond that posing training actual one-on-one training sessions are going to be added costs. Yeah. I think and I think it just depends. Yeah. I think it depends because if you've got if you've got a coach where maybe they don't have a full team or they don't have a big name yet, I think you're a bit more likely for them to throw in the posing for free. Sure. Like if you're being coached by if you're a guy, you're being coached by an IFBB pro who's done it, he can teach you the posing. He might throw that in with the cost. But you've got to, those are things you want to figure out ahead of time before, you know, <laughs> before you hand yeah, over your credit absolutely. card information so you know what you're getting. Um, some other things, too, that I think are worth mentioning are if you've got another trainer or you want to go see a trainer outside of your coach or gym memberships, too. I mean, those are maybe things that we just assume you've already got in your budget, but those are expenses that you need to plan for as well. Yeah. Personally, when I started, did not have a gym membership. So I had to do that mm-hmm. on top of get a trainer and a coach. And it adds up. Yeah. So gym memberships, you just... It depends. You just, just threw, down, <laughs> threw down a couple hundred bucks to know that Her I'll month, have somewhere. There are other gyms that are much more reasonable. But I, but it definitely is. If I'm going to pay per session, it's very easily <laughs> Absolutely. adding up to over $200. Yes. So, and that's, that's one thing too. So like, let's say you have a gym membership. Um, some people will sometimes have gyms at their work or at their home or whatever, but you've got to make sure too, you've got access to the gym when you want it. So that's why I always like having access to at least one gym. That's a 24 hour mm-hmm. access. You're going to find yourself doing cardio probably early in the morning, possibly late at night. You know, does the gym you have offer that is it going to work with your schedule during prep too so sometimes you may need to sign up for a second gym or something like that and to talk about like how much a typical gym costs I mean you signed up for a CrossFit gym which Mm -hmm. is a lot but a typical gym is going to be between like 20 to 40 a month if we're talking about like 24 hour yeah fitness yeah LA all those are roughly about that range for just a general gym that you can yeah absolutely Yeah, and right now those those are not really open. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. a typical, you know, if you want a cheap gym somewhere like Planet Fitness or Crunch are very cheap, probably about 20 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Ten, I think Planet Fitness even has 10 bucks a month 
for some of their memberships. Yes. And then somewhere more like 24-hour fitness, LA Golds are probably going to be a bit closer to maybe 50 bucks a month per person, something like that. You might get a deal if you've got a family family membership or a group, yes. group membership. So, yeah, those are all things. Um, what about opposing coach, Kaylee? How much how much would that typically cost if, if you had to go that route? A lot of posing coaches uh, range from... Sixty to ninety, ninety-five. Are you paying a hundred? Hundred. Yeah. It it is sort of all over the board, depending on again if it's someone that your coach may have recommended or work with. A lot of times they do cut discounts per session, whereas also there's in person versus online, and sometimes there's different pricing depending on what you're doing as far as online or in person, but I would say anywhere from 60 to 100 per session. And those range anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour yeah. traditionally. So it's very similar to actually training sessions. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. that's a good point. How many sessions should you anticipate having? When, like, if it's your first show especially? I would start at least, honestly, eight weeks out. And do one session then, and your posing coach should be able to gauge, based off of that one time, how much of a natural or how much more tweaking you may need or just the level of comfort. So the more you practice, the more you do it with someone that has the eyes, that knows what they're looking for, that knows what the judges are looking for, will know how many times to get you to that comfort level to get on stage to be your best for the first time, how many? So it just generally depends on I think the person and what you've what your experience is in the past. But I would definitely say about seven to eight weeks from your first show, you start those posting sessions. Because you're also looking at different poses on how your body's going to look. So it helps your coach critiques that they need to and changes in diets so eight to seven weeks anywhere from maybe that means eight times once a week some mm-hmm. people do it two times a week some do it more it just really depends on I think the person and and what you can afford for new competitors you need to be posing a lot it's something that it takes time to pick up mm-hmm. And if you want to be maybe more on the conservative side, maybe you plan for one session a week with your posing coach. And it'll also help keep you accountable to practice because a lot of times, you know, with training or with anything, if you don't have the built-in accountability, people just don't do it. So it sort of sets at least a minimum amount of time that you're going to you're gonna be working on your posing. All right. So that, that kind of brings us through all the coaching, the gym memberships, posing coach, all that. Let's move on to the fun part, the <laughs> the blinged out bikini, Ugh. the jewelry, the heels, yes. all that. Let's talk <laughs> about the budget for that. So what are what are some ranges that people could expect, Kaylee? What are maybe some cheaper ways to go about it? What are maybe the the upper upper end of the cost for those items? What does that look like? Well, for heels, those are going to be a little bit cheaper. Heels and jewelry, depending on where you go. So heels they were actually on Amazon. So I Amazon primed all my shoes and they were around $30. I have literally five to six heels, a pair of heels 
at this point. So wow. they're not going to set you overboard. Jewelry can be expensive. I get mine from Glam Competition Jewelry. I love them. I've actually had the same sort of set since my very first show. And I got a couple of things from Charming Charlie's as well. So a little bit cheaper. My show that I was heading towards in March, I actually had gotten a whole new set of jewelry, so I'll be wearing those, you know, my next show coming in. But that was, I think, around I don't know, 75 to 100 for the whole set. So that's, bra- I have two bracelets, mm-hmm. earrings, and ring. So 75 to 100 for all of that, plus shoes. What about you? Where do you get yours from? I have all of my jewelry right now is from Body Bling Jewelry, and I got a lot of it at an expo where she had a booth set up and she was really great. So I got a pretty good deal. I feel like I paid maybe about $10 each for my bracelets, maybe 20 bucks for, I got a couple pairs of earrings. I think she gave me a deal where it was like 20 bucks for each set. I have a ring. So that's pretty typical for jewelry. And some of the jewelry you can also get on Amazon. Just the biggest thing that I've found and I haven't looked on Amazon that much is making sure it's big enough for the stage. A lot of times the costume jewelry they have on Amazon, the earrings are pretty small. They're not quite as big as you'd want them. The bracelets are kind of small. So going to some of these vendors or brands that are kind of meant more for the stage can be better because if your bracelet is tiny, if it's one little strand of jewels, you're not gonna see it from the audience. And also same thing too, if your earrings are only you know an inch, two inches, you're not gonna see that with all your hair, <laughs> you know, and your and your extensions and all that. So you need you need kind of bigger jewelry. So that's the one thing I would say in shoes, I definitely got my first pair of shoes from Amazon too. So you can get a pair of clear heels for probably 30 bucks. Since then I've gotten my shoes from Shoe Fairy just because they have kind of more blinged out glam glam shoes which I do like so I usually use someone's discount code to get 20% off but those shoes are typically if you want to do one of their pairs I'd say are between 60 and $100 so I did not do those for my first competition season I don't even know if I was aware of the brand at that point but they are I would say a bit more customizable a bit more blinged out than maybe the ones you'll find on Amazon but you can really go either way and that's a good point too so especially with just shoes you do not need a bunch of bling on them. Yeah. You can. It's totally up to you. It's up to your preference. If you want to spend the money towards blinged out shoes, absolutely do it. But I actually prefer the ones that I have that they have no bling on them. And like I said, I have six or seven pairs now. I did get one pair from Shoe Fairy at once, but that's just my preference. That's what I like to walk on stage with. They're the most comfortable for me, but I think some competitors sometimes think that you need to have the blinged out and you shoes don't. and certain things you that, don't. that you don't. The shoes, the shoes, I would say they're really not going to make a difference. No, even on a pro level. Even on a pro level, nope. it does not make a difference as long as they fit the contest guidelines and they're not going to disqualify you. So meaning they're clear heels, you know, you can't do opaque heels, you can't do colored heels you know, check out, check out whichever contest you're entering to confirm the guidelines. But as long as they're not going to disqualify you, the shoes will not make a difference. So that's Mm -hmm. one thing. Do not feel like you need to go for the expensive blinged out ones to do well. The jewelry does make a difference, but I would say there, just make sure it's big enough for the stage while not being 
over the top. Like the, your earrings should not be so long that they're touching your shoulders, <laughs> but they do need to be big enough that you can see them easily from the audience. And it's very clear that you're wearing jewelry. Other than that, you know, you can get it from Amazon. You can get it from Body Bling. You can go Glam Competition. There's so many brands that you can go to for, for stuff like that. What about the suits? <laughs> the, the bigger ticket My item, the more, the more important item. Guys, they <laughs> don't have to be actually that expensive. Um, you actually touched on a really good thing, Laura, on expos and vendors. So a lot of times when there are expos going on, they have discount codes or discounts going on right there and then. So a big one, even this weekend, Memorial weekend, holiday weekends, sort of throughout the year, mm -hmm. uh, Toxic Angels, all the big name bikini producers a lot of times have discounts. So that's one really good way of getting an amazing suit for a little bit cheaper. And same quality, you completely customize it. So suit range, just to start there, anywhere from... $300 because you're making your own all the way up to over $1,200 for bikini. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize it got that high. Oh yeah. Cause a figure, I mean a figure suit figure or a physique suit will cost pretty much 1200. Yeah. Yeah. There are bikini 1200. I would say average though is six. five, five to 700. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. So it, it completely depends on what you want to do. Like Kaylee said, you can make it yourself. It's That is harder to pull off. It's definitely going to require your time to get the right fabric. Try to, you probably, you might have to work with a seamstress. If you can't sew yourself, you're going to need crystals for the connectors and things like that. You can't just wear a bikini off the rack that's meant for the beach. You cannot do that. <laughs> and then adding the bling to it, again, if you're doing it yourself, it's probably going to be you and a pair of tweezers and some glue, and yeah. it's craft time for hours if you're going to do that. But again, it could save you a lot of money. It'll save you a lot of money, but it tends to also stress you out a lot. So I know competitors that literally the night before their show are still putting crystals on their suit. For me, I want to be laid up, <laughs> not thinking Chilling. about a darn thing, Chilling. having that suit not framed, but just hanging there, <laughs> being excited to get into it, not putting crystals on it. But it is a way to save money, and especially on something that is very, very expensive in the end. However, if you do go more the expensive route, you could only get one suit and wear that for Years. three, four, five, six shows. I know pros that only wore one suit for like four or five years leading into the Olympia, walking on the Olympia stage in that same suit that they wore as an amateur. So if you get this amazing suit, why change it if it works? So you don't, you don't have to continue, and that's the quality of it. It lasts. Another thing to think about is maybe you're putting down six, $700 because you have a customized suit that literally you customize from the fabric color to the stone colors plural, and the connectors, and you get to wear it for several years to come. One thing I'll throw out there too, we're very excited as well that Toxic Angels is a sponsor of the podcast. 
We'll have more on that for you guys. But Kaylee's absolutely right. You can go a cheaper route, especially if it's your first time competing. You don't, you don't, you may not know if you even like it. So why spend hundreds of dollars? That's completely fair. I completely understand why people would want to save some money there. At the same time, I am a big believer that you get what you pay for. So mm -hmm. if you buy a nice suit that's customized to you, that's customized for your hair color, your skin tone, that looks beautiful on you, you're gonna love it, you're gonna feel way more confident, and then you do not have to worry about being up on stage and having little crystals fall off <laughs> while you're doing Which your routine. Which has happened. Yeah, so we'll do a whole, we will do a whole episode on designing a suit and color choices and stone choices and all of that. Um, we'll probably do that with Mary or Margaret one day down the road and really go into that and picking, picking the right suit and colors and everything for your body and your hair and your skin, but Definitely check out Toxic Angels if you are not in the mindset of doing it yourself. They have they have a more affordable option. So my suit, I did one of their quick ship options. I had a very compressed timeline. I was a little I was ready a little bit faster than my coach and I both expected. I rushed ordered one of their quick ship suits, which was only around I want to say four hundred dollars. So it was a little on the cheaper side. But that suit I bought three years ago. It's still held up perfectly. Um, Michelle may be using it if she wants to. Um, yes. We may we may add some more crystals to it, we'll see, but that was a great option for me on short notice and it was a bit more affordable than a you know 600 something dollar suit. And I think there are sites that you can rent. That too, that too. I know girls that have rented, suits. they can rent a suit for sure. Or day. purchasing used suits, but maybe the girls only wore them once. So well, that's I was thinking option too. if it's your first bikini prep you end up buying a suit for whatever 500 600 mm -hmm. and if you decide that bikini is not your thing or prep you know competition is not your thing maybe you can sell it, resell it. yeah yeah or for me my suit I wore it once and then during that off season decided oh I might want a little bit more boobs and so <laughs> having that procedure that suit no longer fit me mm -hmm. no matter how hard I try that suit is never going to fit me again so yeah, I mean, it was, it was great at the time and I kind of have just held on to it because I thought, okay, I'm going to have a friend who will want the suit or I can resell it at some point. So we'll I'm see. I'm the friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be great. All right. So we got the suit, jewelry heels. What about the actual show day? What about the fees, the travel, all of that? What does that look like, Kaylee? So for first time, you're going into a regional or amateur show. So normally there is a fee to register for the show, and that is, I think right now, 100 to 125, depending on which... It's 175 is for, muscle, for muscle, muscle contest. contest. So yeah. some of them are cheaper. So it depends here, on where you're at. Yeah, if you're here in Southern California, it's 175 a category right now. Whew. A category. So <laughs> that's another thing. Yeah. yeah. Per category. So if you did, there's novice, there's true novice now which both of those, Michelle, you could do, and then there's the open. So that's three categories. You could do all of them, 175 each. So that's a cool 525 <laughs> right there, if you think about it. <laughs> no problem, right? Then also you have to get your NPC card. And yes, good point. That's once one, a year, once one per calendar year. 25 roughly I it's, think so I think that's what I 125 or 150 I want to say yeah. it was less than 175 because that 175 <laughs> yeah. surprised me yeah I think because I was looking at the NPC it's 125 or 150 so, and that's yeah. per calendar year Correct. so once you've bought it 
you're good for the calendar year. If you're competing for the first time at the very end of the year, like in December, usually I think they'll give you a deal and they'll let you buy the next year's card hmm. and they'll still let you compete in December with that. But you cool. want to do your research ahead of time and make sure that's the kind case. Kind of like what Six Flags does. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. It yeah. is like a season pass <laughs> to compete. Yes. So that's just regional level and that is going to be those costs. And then like we said, or kind of touched on with coaches, sometimes if they're able to travel and be at your show or they're local, they will charge to assist you on show day to help with your diet, making sure that final tweaks are in place, that you look your very best, run through posing with you in person. So that's also an additional charge on show day. Yeah. And some coaches charge that, some will not. I think it depends. And usually that's because the coaches themselves have to pay an extra fee if they want to be able to go backstage. So usually there's some wristband or something that a coach will get mm -hmm. that they've got to pay for if they're going to be backstage at the show. Yeah, so it may depend, too, on how many people they're Absolutely. coaching that are there. Absolutely. So our coach, Kimbo, I want to say it's about $25 usually. Around. But mm -hmm. he typically, every single show, has at least a few girls that are competing. So it sort mm -hmm. of helps offset. What about what about hotel travel, tan? Yeah. So if you all that good stuff. majority of the time you're not necessarily local. Even if you are local, you want to be I would say no more than ten, maybe fifteen minutes from the actual venue itself. So you're gonna want hotel room. They do have the main hotel that a lot of times the shows have discount codes for, and then. Obviously, like I work for a hotel chain, so I usually don't stay at that hotel just because I get better deals. Budgeting-wise, I can save money on that and stay nearby but at another hotel at a more reasonable cost. But they do have discount codes usually with each show. And then travel expenses, if you're flying, if you're coming from out of state or going somewhere that you need to get a rental car. Um, that's going to be added cost. And you suggest, generally. I think in a previous episode, we had talked about not just, like, how many nights in a hotel are we talking about? Because we can kind of guess how much a hotel room will cost. Sure. How many nights are you expected or should stay yeah. for your For a local show, for a local show, like, let's say we're here in Orange County and you're going to go do a show in San Diego and you don't, you don't have a friend or family member you can go bum at their place for the weekend. So the shows are usually on Saturdays, typically. Friday afternoon, you have to check in, so you'll need a hotel for Friday. Keep in mind, hotels will want you to check out by noon, so your show is still going during the day. So if you want a spot to chill and relax, you need to also have that hotel for Saturday night too. So I would say most regional shows, unless you live really close to the venue, you wanna probably prepare for two nights in a hotel. For national shows, it's even more because those are multi-day shows, and then you've also got to be there ahead of time for check-ins. So, yeah, that's definitely something you do not want to leave out of your budget. All right, what about the tan, the hair, and the makeup? All the stuff that you need on the day of the show. How much does that run you? Similar to the shows having room blocks with hotels, they also have hair, makeup, and tan providers that work with the show. I will say, personally... And I think a lot of others will agree is tanning wise, I would go with whoever is sponsoring the show. So 
that usually runs tans 100 to 125 and that's going to be whether you go with say tan masters with muscle contests um liquid sun rays any, any of the tan people if you go with the one with the show pretty much everyone's going to have the same color and tan and it's all within the same kind of budget wise and it's at the venue unlimited touch-ups yes <laughs> unlimited which touch-ups. is a huge thing because yes if you get one little splash of water somewhere on your tan you need to get it touched up so it's definitely crucial and i would not i personally would not try to skimp on the tan yeah it can really make or break what you look like and what you look like to the judges. So tanning, I would definitely 100, budget. 100, 125 yeah. is probably pretty fair. Yeah. And then hair and makeup really depends on you. Me, I cannot do my hair or makeup worth anything. So I would never trust myself to do it, especially stage hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Hair and makeup is usually around 250 275 if you pair them together. Some you can just do hair and it's 125, 150 and then or just makeup. Again, depending on, I mean, there's some girls that are amazing at either one. I know, Laura, you've sort of looked into doing makeup and do your makeup beautifully. So maybe you would only have to get your hair done or you've had friends that can do hair for you for shows and it looked phenomenal. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of ways you can go about it. There definitely it. is a lot of ways. Yeah, hair and makeup. I would say there's there's a there's a spectrum. So let's say you are trying to save money, you can do it yourself if you feel confident. I did it for myself once. So the Ferrigno I did in 2017, which is out in Palm Springs, I could not for the life of me find hair and makeup people. I didn't want to use the venue ones. They were just so expensive. I wanted to say it was over $300 for all of it. And it was kind of my last, you know, show of the season. I hadn't had a great season. So I was just like, you know what? I'll figure it out myself. I'll get some dark foundation. <laughs> I can, you know, I can handle it. I'll just straighten the crap out of my hair and my extensions. I know how to put clip-ins in. So I did it myself. And it came out, it came out, I'd say, not bad at that time. I wasn't a makeup artist back then. But it came out not bad. So that's your cheapest option is doing it yourself. You know, I figured out for the day how to get some freaking fake lashes on my lashes and they stayed, which was great. The next next option that's probably a bit pricier is you can work with individual hairstylists and makeup artists. So that, it just requires a bit more logistics and coordination because you can find local makeup artists, local hairstylists that will do kind of a special event hair or makeup look for you. And that probably won't be as much. If you just find a hairstylist that's going to curl your hair for you and throw a couple clip-ins in, they might only charge you 50 bucks or 80 bucks or something like that. And same thing with a makeup artist. If you have a makeup artist that you like or that does competition makeup, they might set up in a in the venue hotel and they'll have time blocks and they'll just be doing people's makeup for the show. They're just not associated with the venue. Mm-hmm. So you might get a bit more of a deal or there are some bigger name makeup artists. I would say V the makeup artist, Crandall. There's a bunch of them out there that are really known for their competition makeup. So they, they usually set up at the shows and you can book with them as well. And then what's always nice too is honestly going with the venue hair and makeup, it's pretty safe. They have great people. I've used Tan Masters both times last year, not because I couldn't do it myself, 
but because I was trying for my pro card, I wanted the look to be absolutely perfect. I wanted everything to be perfect. And I also knew too that if I'm at the venue, they're doing my hair and makeup, I'm not gonna miss my class. I'm not gonna be there late. I'm gonna be there right when I need to be because it's their, it's the venue's hair and makeup. They're not gonna, they're not gonna disqualify me because their own people were running behind. That's never gonna happen. So there is a little bit of I would say risk that you take away if you go with the venue hair and makeup. So that is nice as well. Um, and like Kaylee said, something like that probably will cost you 250 to 275, depending on whether you have hair extensions you want to put in. Like if you have clip-ins that you want the hairstylist to put in for you. That's another cost too. Yeah. Extensions. Yeah, <laughs> extensions. Exactly. But you can get clip-ins even from Amazon. That from are Amazon. Yeah, my clip-ins like are from thirty dollars. My clip-ins are from Amazon, and you know, you just look. You just want to look for. I think Remy Human Hair is what you want to look for with the clips already in, and not just the hair itself. Maybe maybe we'll do a separate episode where we go into that more. But perhaps if you and I someday compete internationally, yes. maybe maybe I'll be the hair and makeup artist. I think so. We'll see. I was thinking about it. <laughs> we'll see. Um, all right, so that's the hair and makeup. We've kind of gotten through show day. The last couple of things we have not touched on are your supplements and your food throughout the prep. Kaylee, what do you think people should anticipate in terms of the supplements they'll need, their food? What are the, what are the high and low options for all of that? So for supplements, this is... Definitely something that your coach will advise you on. It is vitamins, um, BCAs if you're doing protein shakes, protein powder, certain things like that. That's what we mean by supplements. Fat burners, probably. Yes, potentially. Probably. Um, or just like CLA or thermogenics. Mm, but all or of that. Or all of it. <laughs> technically supplements. So I just want to make sure you guys are aware of what supplements are when we are speaking about them. Mm-hmm. Those can be expensive, but a lot of times they are a one to two times during prep cost. So for instance, I just went to our local store to buy a ton of vitamins, BCAs, thermogenics. Like I said, I'm about to start prep, guys. Yeah. Yay! Yay! But I'm stocking up. So it ran me over $200, but I now have stuff that's going to last me a good probably anywhere from 30 to 45 days so you yeah know, roughly yeah around half half my prep and then it'll be another 200 later on so it seems very expensive at first but I think if you look at how long you have these supplies for it really is minimal same thing with food so a lot of people that start prepping for the very first time, They think, oh my gosh, I'm spending so much money on food. All right, guys, take a step back and really think about how much you spent while going out every every other day, even once, twice a week. That adds up. So Mm -hmm. I think I've I've personally saved a lot of money by prepping my own food. But you're still I do Sam's Club or Costco runs and buy in bulk, cook in bulk. And then weigh it out. So I think that's the most cost-effective way. I'm getting, let's say, just throwing out general numbers, chicken for one twenty-five a pound. So it's roughly fourteen dollars that I'm spending on chicken once a week. I do weekly runs, and yeah, I mean it's anywhere from seventy-five to a hundred. 
per week that I spend kind of on myself during preps. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it is way cheaper to meal prep yourself compared to going out to eat always. At the same time, there definitely are people that will pay for meal prep services while they prep. So that you're trading your time time for money. You know, you're getting that time back where you don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to prep the food. Maybe you like it a little bit better if you think you're a terrible cook, whatever. But those meals, I mean, on average, they're probably going to be about 10 bucks each. So yes. it, won't, it wouldn't be that different from going out to eat. But some people, that's a great option. So, so you can go about it both ways. But in general, I'd say your meal prep, you're going to save some money. Your supplements also, I do agree. I think it would, on average, probably be about 100 to $150 a month, depending on what you're buying, what you're taking. And certain things, especially things like CLA or things that come in a pill form, if you can buy them in bulk, you can probably save yourself a bit of money too. If you buy the big container, mm-hmm. that or Amazon Prime, I've bought yeah. a lot of things or Costco. Amazon. The one thing with Amazon, I will say, is you want to be a little bit careful for certain things like protein powders. Some of those have been sitting in warehouses for a long time, mm-hmm. like a long time. But things like pills, yeah, whatever. I get CLA. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but I would be a little nervous. You will find the best prices on Amazon, but I would definitely be a little hesitant to go buy protein powder on Amazon just because some of it, some of it I see like discontinued flavors and I'm like, I know, (laughs) I know Dymatize has not made that flavor (laughs) for a year or two. So why is it still online? Anyways, so, so we've gone through all of these costs. I'd say ballpark, you can absolutely save yourself money on the high side. You're looking at probably seven, several thousand dollars just to do one show. Yes. Is that fair? Absolutely. Yeah, I was trying so. to do the math during all this. <laughs> Michelle, so I'm, I'm taking notes yeah, because Michelle. I'm writing down all the numbers. It was just it's kind of trying to see, but... Quietly using her phone calculator off to the side. Yes, yes. Just, yeah. you know, mentally preparing. I mean, I, I didn't say it at the beginning, but I don't... I didn't really have exactly an understanding of how much it was, but I've been... Since I decided that I was going to do a prep, which it's been like almost a year that I've been like silently waiting to do one I've been saving money in just the sense of I have Chase and I automatically have been sending $35 a week and that Mm -hmm. had just helped me save and without even thinking about it so it's like I have that money set aside but Mm -hmm. did not have any idea of how much money and it's it's a good amount (laughs) yeah yeah and you and I will work together we're gonna do a lot of things to be more cost competitive Mm -hmm. since you are doing it for your first time but yeah I mean stuff like the show fees you can't get around that the Mm -hmm. NPC card that's absolutely gonna be a cost the tan the hair the makeup you've got a plan for all of it so Mm -hmm. I hope this was helpful for you guys today leave us some comments enjoy the episode and we will see you guys in the next one